There are so many cool companies with awesome founders around Australia who are genuinely world leading in the growth of new companies. Basically every new job in the economy comes from a young company. Over a 10 year period in Australia at the last review, 1.4 million new jobs were created by young companies under five years old and 400,000 jobs were shed by companies that were older than five years. And those stories are not really known. I mean, I think if you ask Australians to name successful tech entrepreneurs, they'll name 20 American tech entrepreneurs and no Australians. And that's, I think, something that needs to change as well. Welcome to episode 119 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast sharing stories from successful entrepreneurs to help you tell your story and grow your business. I'm Amelia Veal, Director at Narrative Marketing and firm believer in the superpower of storytelling. Southstart was back with a bang in 2018, successful in their mission to unite, connect and recognise amazing people doing incredible things. Across the two-day conference, entrepreneurs, CEOs and innovators came together in a celebration of people, ideas and technology. An exciting opportunity for startups to unite in their passion for shaping our future. It was eye-opening to learn where some of these new directions could take us. Live from Southstart, I speak to three people heavily involved in this space. Alex McCauley, CEO of not-for-profit organisation Startup Oz, has deep insights into technology startups in Australia from policy to current success stories. Jason Neve, director of the Moonshine Laboratory, the organising body behind Southstart, has many years of experience in marketing and has successfully launched his own sports betting startup. And Craig Swan, the Moonshine Labs entrepreneur in residence, played a key role in coordinating the Southstart conference. In today's episode of Be The Drop, Alex, Jason and Craig discuss the importance of events like Southstart to help shape frontiers of the future. We look at the economic landscape for startups in Australia and they share advice for getting support along your startup journey. This is Be The Drop, live from Southstart. This episode was produced in support of the South Start Conference, an event that celebrates the collision of people, ideas and technology. Powered by the Moonshine Lab, if you're looking for support with your tech startup, check out the website via links in the show notes. Alex, thank you so much for joining me here at South Start for our next episode of Be The Drop. My pleasure. And you're talking about Startup Australia. Mm-hmm. Can you give us a little bit of background about what that is and what you do? Sure. So it's, I've been um, in charge of Startup Oz for the last few years. It's an organisation that was put together five years ago. It's not-for-profit to try and basically make Australia one of the best places in the world to build and grow a tech company. No one really was talking about startups, particularly at a political level. And so really the focus was trying to have a conversation you know, about startups with political leaders to make them understand actually this is the future of the country economically um, and we need to support the growth of this sector. Really picked up pace kind of as Malcolm Turnbull took over as Prime Minister and people started really wanting to think about what can we do here to kind of catch up with the rest of the world. How do we tell the story better of what startups actually contribute 
And so we need to kind of get that narrative right to kind of paint the picture of how important and positive startups could be for Australia. You're now talking my language, stories and narrative, because I think that's so important. And so could you expand on that? Like what are the stories that we're talking around startup and how do you think we need to, you know, make that narrative better? Yeah, I think actually a big part of that innovation conversation that we had at a political level was about narrative. I mean, Malcolm Turnbull really came into office with this idea that innovation was the central pillar of the country's economy going forward, but he didn't explain it very well. And it kind of cost him, uh, I think, at the election and then uh, in the party room over the next couple of years when he wanted to try and get stuff done in this space. So it's really important at a macro level to get the narrative right. Um, And then at a micro level, I mean, there are so many cool companies with awesome founders around Australia who are genuinely out there world leading in in the growth of new companies um, <clears throat> that those and those stories are not really known I mean I think if you ask Australians to name successful tech entrepreneurs they'll name 20 American tech entrepreneurs and no Australians um, and that's I think something that needs to change as well mm. so for you then what are some of those great stories that you've seen come through yeah I mean so mostly we're working at a macro level trying to tell the story about how the economy might change as a result of those kinds of companies we know that Basically, every new job in the economy comes from a young company. Uh, The stats are that I think it's um, over a 10-year period in Australia at the last um, review, 1.4 million new jobs were created by young companies under five years old. And uh, uh, over that period, 400,000 jobs were shed by companies that were older than five years. So Mm -hmm. the, the story is really clear across all the OECD countries that actually young companies, and particularly high growth startups, are generating all the new jobs. So if you're talking about jobs and growth, which has kind of been the economic narrative over the last few years, look no further than um, new businesses, basically, mm. and particularly high growth businesses. Mm. I mean, we're here at South Start, so we're obviously in, you know, we, we love that space, we're excited by it. But you mentioned that there's a lot of fear. What's that about? And where does that come from, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think this is the disruption thing. You know, no one wants to be disrupted. Change is hard. I think it's particularly the case in Australia where we've had it pretty easy for 25 years. We've been growing pretty strongly. No one wants to sort of see that go. But um, the reality is technology is going to change everything, whether we like it or not. And we can either participate in that and generate some of the positive benefits of um, a, a transitioning economy, or we can kind of receive that um, and and uh, suffer the consequences of sticking our head in the sand. So how do we make those stories heard? There's a real story around particular industries that are world leading in Australia and on the technology side. Um, but I think identifying companies and founders doing inspirational, cool stuff on the global stage and really highlighting those stories. We did a look two years ago at the agricultural sector in Australia and how technology could help double agricultural exports from Australia over the next 10 years um, to a $100 billion export industry just by using the same land that's already being being used for agriculture better using technology. So Mm. I think that kind of story that people kind of grab onto and can say, well, we know agriculture is important. It's important for my life and the lives of people that I know. Um, And so now I see that technology is actually benefiting that, you know, that kind of connection I think is really important. Mm. We're here at South Star. What's the value of these sorts of conferences in that startup community and space? I think especially in an emerging ecosystem, you've got to have opportunities for people to come together and talk. I mean, a big part of it is about sharing experiences. I think companies is actually a really lonely and difficult process a lot of the time. Um, you need best practice to kind of be right there in front of you and um, available for you to, to, to feed off 
it's the same sort of reason why startup hubs are, have, you know, lots of research suggests that this is the way to go for building startup communities because there, there are collisions that happen around the water cooler or the printer or, you know, at the cafe down the road when you get that kind of density. And this is kind of density on steroids. It's, you know, everybody in the South Australian ecosystem is here and people have fr flown from around the country and around the world to kind of come and be a part of it. So I think it's really critical when you're trying to build a community to have those touch points. And you mentioned the startup hubs because, like, they have just exploded loaded even in the last what three years would you say you know it's like there's a lot happening there yeah um so you've got the sydney startup hub in sydney you've got um the good shed north in melbourne you've got uh, the precinct in brisbane um and obviously here in adelaide this new announcement from the government that they're going to do a, a project at the old royal adelaide hospital uh, lot 14 which is actually of all of those precincts um, lot 14 is going to be the biggest. Um, oh, go Adelaide. Go Adelaide. The, the biggest startup hub in the world, Station F in Paris, is about 36,000 square metres, so you're not far off there either. Um, that's really exciting because you've got space then for lots of, lots of companies, scale-ups to keep growing there as they sort of push past the startup stage and into the really high growth stage, and then also some you know, big global corporates to come and do some research and development and collaborate with lots of those companies. So um, that's really exciting. Yeah, well, I mean, you mentioned that change in, you know, growth in jobs for young businesses and Adelaide's felt that with the closure of, um, of a lot of manufacturing. You know, it's been tough. So I think it's, it is, you know, in, in somewhere like Adelaide, we really feel that the need for these new tech startup companies. Yeah, exactly. And and a big part of it for me is changing fundamentally how Australia operates economically. I mean, for so long, Australia has been built economically on digging stuff out of the ground or growing stuff in the ground. Um, more than 50% of our exports are one of those two things. Um, and that's been the case for decades. Uh, the top 10 companies in Australia by size have been the same top 10 companies for, for decades. In the States, I think it's seven of the top ten companies weren't companies 20 years ago. Yeah. We have not yet undergone that kind of fundamental transformation that other economies have. Uh, and so for a place like South Australia, if Australia really is going to transition into a place where we're building digital exports and um, a fantastic kind of base in technology, uh, I think that's an exciting opportunity for new jobs in new sectors. Uh, and if you can grow them right here in, in South Australia, that's obviously the best case scenario. Mm, absolutely. Jason, thank you so much for joining me on Be The Drop. Pleasure. So we're here at South Star, day two, nearly towards the end. It's been an awesome event, a lot of people bringing this all together. Tell us a little bit about your involvement with South Star. Sure. Well, uh, historically, I was just an attendee, and um, when uh, Chai and Steve, the previous the founders of the event, and they did a great job, you know, getting this thing done as, as a gift to the community over the last few years, when they sort of said they were done because they needed to focus on their business, and uh, we just thought that if we were going to be serious about having an innovation economy in South Australia, there needed to be a flagship event we could all rally, rally around and attend. And there's some amazing stories in South Australia that are happening, and it's really important that we shine a light on that because not enough people know about what's going on here. Um, and it was really important to shine a light on what's happening here for some of the interstate VCs and investors that sort of have raised their eyebrows and have sort of gone, oh, shit, you guys are doing some interesting stuff. And I think they need to start paying a bit of attention. We're also trying to activate you know, the local investment community, which has probably historically looked at more conservative or traditional investment classes. And so we just sort of thought, well, we can't not have it. We said, I oh, will do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, we'll do it. We didn't know it was going to be this hard work. 
But it's been a great exercise and the team without whom we wouldn't have gotten anywhere near the quality of the event that I think we've managed to produce. Mm. So for you, you know, why is it so important to this community that we have something like this event? Well, I think you just made the right point then. So that the communication or the conversations that are happening and the energy is, is I mean, people, people come for the program and they rationalise taking two days out of the office because of the content. But the benefit I think they get out of an event like this is the people they meet and the conversations they have and the businesses they start and the, the work they do together after the event. So, um, and, and that's probably why we invested as much or more money in the after dark kind of activity and, and the social stuff as in the program itself. And, uh, and that's kind of, a lot of the comments that we've had have been about the extracurricular stuff that has made it a really unmissable kind of event. So hopefully that makes it easier to attract the same sort of people and, and more next year. And mm. um, yeah, we're in it for the long haul. Mm. And it is, you know, there's, there seems to be a really great momentum in South Australia, you know, space, there's a lot of space um, speakers this afternoon that, that is, a, you know, a really growing um, space in space, to use the word, <laughs> collection of businesses. Yeah, space is a growing space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and, and with lot, lot 14, there is great things happening here. Yeah, and I think it's sort of a rising tide floats all ships kind of cliche, but this, the early stage technology businesses worldwide um, are becoming the future industries that are going to employ our kids and, and um, replace some of those legacy industries, which we see, you know, resigning commissions all around us with... Motor, uh, motor vehicles that are manufacturing and those sorts of things. And so then you've got to start getting ready for next year. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to recover I'll first, right? Getting ready for next year until next year. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, well done. It's been a really great conference. Thank you. To everyone behind the scenes. You yeah, know, no, thanks. We've, we've had a lot of fun doing it and I think that's what we were saying earlier, we're just walking around smiling and seeing everybody else smiling. It's a, it's a nice vibe. Good. Thanks, Jason. We're here, South Star. <laughs> shit happens apparently. No. Shift. Oh, shift. Shift happens. <laughs> Good. Shift happens. Depends how you read it again. <laughs> I saw you walk past before. That's what I thought. Anyway, Craig, explain how you got involved in South Star. I think I was very fortunate to find myself meeting very like-minded, just awesome people. I mean, you know, Joe Thorpe was one of the first people I got to meet and and, and, and Jason Neve as well. And, and both guys kind of doing the same kind of thing from two very different places at Tech NSA at the time and, and, and Moonshine and I was asked if I would, would help out and, and I have a, a love for this and an ex a little bit of experience doing this and he said so like you talk a lot about this stuff like what about this thing and I'm like whoo okay let's do it. Tell me what it's been like getting to this point. Well that's the crazy story you want it you don't want the like the fun part hanging out I mean listen it's uh it's uh this is what kind of like New York always is kind of like and people were experiencing that kind of a hustle and that kind of like motion. And it was like, it was just so awesome to see these incredible people rise to the challenge. And um, it's a lot of work, you know? I think a lot of people just go to these things and they have no comprehension. And we really try to just push it on every level and just do that one extra thing. And there's so many little details that, that kind of make these things a little special. And you really have crammed in an awesome lineup of speakers from a broad range of startup entrepreneur stories. How important do you think that is for South Australia and entrepreneurs and startups in this state? We really wanted to try to create that balance between showcasing the amazing stuff here because sometimes 
success is not celebrated as enough as I think it could be or should be here in Australia or South Australia. And failure definitely is not celebrated. But failure is the hugest part of growing and learning. And so even the curation of, of this kind of lineup was very intentionally bringing in people that would be talking about things around mental health and the challenges. I mean, you need to hear someone like uh, a Toby Pierce, who's just created this monster of a company from South Australia, say, I failed a lot of times. And that's good because it's part of the process. Because if people can be comfortable with the idea that it's okay, then they're going to take more of those risks. They're going to be accepted. And I think that's an important thing. And I think uh, seeing people react to that has, has been really fun for me. How do you get people to share those stories? And, and what's the value of that? If people are afraid of expressing themselves or, or they're going to be shot down for that, then they're never going to do that. And that's the part that not scares me, but I, I'm concerned for that if you're in a culture where you're afraid to express your failure, but you're still giving it a go and you can't have an outlet for that, that's a dangerous place to be if you don't feel like you got someone to talk to. Like I, now we have a nascent startup system that's starting to really pick up. There's so much action. Like the timing with this event and what's happening with Lot 14 and, and the whole startup stuff is really somehow getting a lot of momentum now that we need to address those things at the same time because like that mental health is around the corner if we don't also address that part of the, the community sharing, I think. Mm. Well, that's great. And it is great that, you know, you've come from New York, as you say, and you're really seeing this potential and exciting and, and opportunities. And, you know, I love that side, the human the human connections and the relationships that we can build. I think that that's so important. And where to next? So what happens after? Uh I go to Kangaroo Island for about two weeks and I say, please leave me alone because I'm just a pile of goo on the floor right now. I don't know, but it's, uh, it's going to be exciting, whatever it is. Yeah. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank and, you. you know, I look forward to the next, next couple of days. And I look what? forward to finally catch up and listen to all the conversations you've got to have that I can't have yet. So fantastic. <laughs> Good on you. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that.